Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 2003's Kill Bill Volume 1, did you do me a solid favor? I need you to get in the back of a truck, look at your feet, and wiggle your big toe. You can catch us on Twitter and Instagram at Cold45Podcast. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube. Be sure to hit us up on Cold45Podcast.com to link up with the artists who have done our sounders for us. And uh, hashtag Podcast Mafia, hashtag Potter and Family, hashtag Movie Pod Squad. Today, Cold 45 is powered by Buffalo Chase Bourbon, Dr. Pepper, and 10,000 calorie salads. <laughs> I am now powered by Seagram's Hard Soda Cherry Cola. Good Lord. It's so good it rhymes. I am powered by uh, Texas Own Lone Star Beer. If you got a little bit of money, you can get a little bit of Lone Star. Welcome, everybody, to a special Woman Can Do It edition of Co 45 Podcast. I'm your host, Beaten Down. Today, I'm joined by Mr. Random Randy Savage. Today, guys, we got a special guest. Uh, I'm really excited about this. Uh, this is a long time coming. Because Wonder Woman's coming out, I figured uh, since there is no previous Wonder Woman movie, we'll get something with a movie with a really empowering uh, female lead. And who better to do this movie with us? Are the nerdy bitches themselves? I know them for a long time. I give them shouts out on shows all the time. We got Heather, Liz, the nerdy motherfucking bitches. How you ladies doing? Woo! Yay! Good. good. That's the best intro we've ever gotten. We <laughs> got censored in four different uh, social media platforms. <laughs> yeah, in case y'all don't know, uh, we broke Android. It's pretty amazing. Uh, oh, I think God. it's pretty powerful. Wow. Uh, apparently, if you have an android phone and current and i think it has to do with whatever their latest update is to the instagram app but if you try to go to instagram on an android phone and you click on at nerdy bitches it will crash your app wow (laughs) (laughs) so the power we are wielding right now good lord pretty amazing yeah we can crash an android Honestly, guys, I'm I'm super awesome. stoked to have you on the show. Uh, finally, thank Hope- you for having us. Oh, absolutely, anytime, anytime. You guys familiar with Kill Bill at all? By any way, any chance of one? Yeah, I am now. Oh, so this is your first time. This was my first time. It oh, was. Oh, it's gonna be very interesting. Very interesting. Heather, what about you? Mm-hmm. Oh no, I've seen all the Tarantino. Oh, that's what's up. So, guys, before we get started, uh, ladies, would you like to give your social media presence before we uh, run into this movie? We are on Twitter at Nerdy Bitches Pod uh, because apparently some other nerdy bitch took the Nerdy Bitches handle and like never used it. Stupid. Um, on Facebook, you can search for us at Nerdy Bitches Podcast or our, we now have a the little at username, but it's like Nerdy Bitches, but the I in Bitches is a one because uh. apparently they won't let you cuss even though they gave us the name as the title of the page. And pretty much everywhere else, we're just at Nerdy Bitches. So. Cool, man. Cool. Um, also, uh, listeners, if you if you want to check out them do a version of uh, going over a classic movie, recently they did Independence Day, which is actually pretty freaking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> and long. I didn't realize how how in shape uh, <laughs> what's his face um, oh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't I didn't think about it so much Ooh. until looking back after hearing y'all guys show it. I was like, yeah, he was uh, he he did cut carbs. Yeah. yeah, a lot of carbs. Yeah. 
he stayed away from the fly machine <laughs> and something bad happened to Will Smith to make him look, you know, you Bungie. know, to make Jeff Goldblum look that good, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, he was probably so grumpy the whole time because he hadn't had a carb in like you know, six years. <laughs> All I want is a grilled cheese. Oh, man. And that's exactly why I'm not in shape. So <laughs> <laughs> when I started losing weight, that that was a mantra at one point. It's like grilled cheese is not a side dish. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when this movie starts off, we get the uh Shaw Brothers intro, right? It's uh it's literally ripped from old school mm-hmm. uh, Shaw Brother Kung Fu movies. If you're familiar with the five deadly venoms, shout out to uh is it Kung Fu Driving? Kung Fu Driving. Yeah. That guy's in an infomercial, right? Do y'all know that? Jeff? Y'all know what? him? Mm-mm. And that, the uh, Beachbody Insanity uh, infomercial. Oh, yeah. No yeah. shit. <laughs> what? Wow. Yeah. He's like she working out. <laughs> <laughs> he sent me the link to it because we did an episode on infomercials. So. Wow. Well, shout out to Jeff from uh, Kung Fu Driving, man. That's fucking awesome. I did. Well, he's in shape. God damn it. So um, I need to figure out. Fi- or, or he's just putting <laughs> random pictures of people in like an insanity commercial and be like, that's me. <laughs> that could that very well could be the case. <laughs> I'll just put a picture of Ashy Billy Blanks. So like that's me. Uh, yeah. So so um, Heather, Elizabeth, are you guys familiar with old school kung fu movies by any chance? Uh, yeah. I was actually thinking when because again, this was the I watched it this morning. So this was like the very first time I've watched this movie. Although I have seen bits and pieces of it over the year because I don't live in a cave, so I've seen <laughs> you know little things here and there, and I had seen that the final showdown but yeah opening like the opening uh flip credits and the like very bruce lee enter the dragon like these that's what popped into my head or like death wish or you know something yeah. like that it's just that old kind of 70s grimy kung fu kind of thing so. yeah mm-hmm. yeah i was i was super stoked when i saw it because i already know it was going down also you get to hear the uh, funky fa- uh, fanfare sounder uh for uh, this feature presentation that we use at the beginning of our show so uh, I, I heard that. Yeah. I was like, "That's where they got it." Yep, yep. <laughs> See, I listen. That's exactly where we I, took I, it I from. Thought, yeah, Steal the, from the best. <laughs> uh, I was just the music that Tarantino picks. I just love, and you know, I mean, in Django was my favorite with the spaghetti western type music. Yes. It was and it was awesome. Like using the actual Django theme for Django, like fucking, was just amazing. I really love that song, and I really love this soundtrack. And uh, we're gonna try to go through it as best as we can through this episode because I'm going to play it as many of the songs as I can through this episode and post. I thought it was interesting because I, I, you know, being married to a, a, a big opera nerd and he is a massive uh, film score fan. Oh. Not soundtrack, Ooh. the scores. Well, he shout, likes the, you know. Shout out to Opera Man. Uh, and, yeah. And producer uh, Craig before he but, gives me shit. <laughs> yeah. But the, the composer on this movie is, what well, I don't know, is it the RZA? I don't know how, you, I don't know how people say this. It's, but it's, it's, it's the RZA. RZA, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm old, y'all. Oh, I am, oh, no. Like, I was listening to y'all's last episode, and you're like, I watched this movie when I was 11. I was like, shut up, I was in college. So, Dang. <laughs> I don't know. I just know it pops up on my crossword puzzles every couple of days. So, uh, yeah, but that's that's who is the composer on this. So, you know. Entertaining stuff. Uh, it shows up on my crosswords on the Sundays. It does. <laughs> the funny thing is, uh, everything that Quentin paid royalties for is actually better than the original score by RZA. RZA's, I'm not a, I'm, I mean, I like Wu Tang and everything, but I'm not a fan of RZA himself. 
his, yeah. his anytime you, you realize the music is kind of weird and wonky is because that's Riz's original piece. But um, right. all the all the music that was used for this movie was actually out of uh, Quentin Tarantino's own personal collection. And he just forked over mm-hmm. the cash for it because uh, that that Pulp Fiction money is no joke. They, I think the band was like called the Five Six Seven Eights and the Japanese Nightclub. Yes, that, uh, man, those were awesome. So, yeah, the thing awesome about band. that one is like Quentin was scouting locations in Japan and actually heard those guys and then actually bought the record from the Japanese store owner mm-hmm. and listened it back on the way to L.A. Awesome. Yeah, yeah they got super lucky. But um, when the movie starts, it's black and white. We got Uma Thurman beat the fuck up, man bloodied mm. battered you could tell she's in a uh, a bridal gown and you don't know what the hell's going on you hear somebody in the in the background it's, it's our boy david carradine uh kind of laying out what the hell just went down and it's pretty freaking crucial and um she's uttering that bill is your baby before she even finishes her sentence she gets her head <laughs> and it cuts immediately to uh nancy sinatra's bang bang gotta say can that you, was awesome right can you think of a more apropos song not that wouldn't have turned it like stupidly silly. Oh, Randy's gonna come up with some. Hold on, what's Randy got? Let's see, stupidly silly songs for this one. It would have been like, uh, "Hit me, baby, one more time." I think <laughs> it's somewhere around this. <laughs> oh boy! Wow! Wow! How's that for stupid? <laughs> yeah, that would have fucked all the movie up. But um, right. Like, nope, I'm done. Dun, 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 dun. Right. Yeah. Thankfully, uh, Nancy Sinatra's song was uh, was pretty much the whole deal, and they played it in its entirety as you fucking should with this particular movie. Yeah, yeah. And um, props props to them doing the uh, credits um, in order of the hit list, which I thought was pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So right out the gate, before anything happens, we see this uh, really loud truck pull up to this house. And uh, we see the lady who got shot in the head. Uh, we'll dub her the bride as of right now. And every time they say her name in the movie, it's bleeped somehow, which I think is hysterical. Yes. And Liz, here's a little trivia for you. If you watch the movie again, they actually reveal her name in the movie. But you have to know Ooh. where to look. Well, I will watch it again without taking notes. Yeah, it's real quick. You, you, you could possibly miss it. You might have to pause it. I'll mm. give you a hint. It has something to do with traveling. Oh, maybe gotcha. on our ticket? Yep. Well, there you go. <laughs> There's actually two instances where they like, kind of make her name. That was one. And then uh, Lucy Liu, later on in the film, has a line that really correlates to her name altogether. Ah! I didn't even think about that one, Rando. Good, good catch. Good fucking catch. So, we see our girl, the bride, going to this house. It's like, she cleaned up good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She got her shit together quickly and got a nice truck and right. shot in the face. Amazing. <laughs> she had those mom jeans on, though, so it was kind of a... Yeah, the mom jeans were really kind of off, off-putting. They were a little off-putting. That was, like, the first thing I noticed. And it's strange because I'm not usually looking at the lady's ass when she's walking across, but the, the jeans were, like... Mm. So you, when you have women on your show, um, Brandon, do they talk about the outfits a lot? No. <laughs> no. no. I say that uh, you generally don't need a belt if your um, pants are uh, that tight at the waist. Right. <laughs> it was like her her jeans are technically above her belly button and mm-hmm. completely tight. You do not need a belt. I would go with yoga pants over mom jeans. Yes, I want this whole scene done in yoga pants now. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys! Okay. I got it. Mom jeans aside, I've got to say again, watching this for the first time. Walking across the lawn, the door opens, 
and she punches Vivica A. Fox right in her fucking face. And I have wanted to do that to so many people in my life. It was <laughs> it was just beautiful. Honestly, <laughs> pretty epic scene. Um, if you're familiar with Ironside, uh, that, that's the infamous alarm noise that goes off when she sees Vivica. And... Uh, <laughs> I gotta give props. They they paint a picture immediately of what the fuck she did. You know you know she's involved. You know why she got yeah. punched in the freaking face. And they get to fucking fighting, man. Cat fight within yeah. like the first fucking ten minutes of this shit, and it's brutal, brutal uh, fight. Yeah. What are we allowed to say on your show, there, Brandon? Everything. Because I wanted I wanted to mention that this was the first scene with a cunt punt in it, and I was quite impressed that it was <laughs> in the whole movie. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, she kicked her straight in the fucking box, dude. I was like, oof. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't don't wash that over. Cunt punt. That's what it was. That was a that was a legit cunt punt. Yeah, I, I think, think she left the ground a little bit oh, when yeah. that happened. Oh yeah, so. she 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 picked her off the ground with her, she was off her feet. She kicked yeah. her square in the shit. If there was ever a time actually, you know, they did have her on wires a little later in the show, that could have been a good wire scene <laughs> right there. She could have flipped up that would have been awesome. They didn't give yeah. a fuck about Vivica. They, they they let her do that one the hard way, man. And they kicked her yeah. square in the bean. Like no stunt double for you, lady. She could have got a cut double. <laughs> hey <laughs> Good call, good call. <laughs> well, you know what I, what I really liked about this, especially being the opening scene in the movie, because having grown up with like the classic kung fu movies and and you know seeing them where you know they've been dubbed and subbed and redubbed and the mouths are funny and then the movements are weird and you got Bruce Lee just kicking nothing for seventy five minutes in a row. <laughs> this was like some really kick-ass fighting scenes. Like, I really enjoyed seeing this. When the frying pan came into play and it was, like, being used, like, properly for a fucking knife fight, <laughs> like, the whole deal, dude, like, all the furniture getting fucked up, it was pretty legit. And then, um, I love in movies when there's a fight going on and they kind of have a stalemate and you can tell they're trying to measure each other's next move because they're trying to mm-hmm. fucking kill each other. Um, really cool, tense, um, moment and well shot by Quentin, um, where you see them kind of standing opposed to each other and you see a clear shot of the outside. And sure enough, that yep. the empty space is being filled with a fucking school bus showing up. Little kid coming off and they're both just kind of standing there like still half frozen in their attack pose. Yes. Like what? Do we keep going? Do we stop? Like, it's an it example seems like of that's a scene we- saying a lot without saying anything at all, actually. Absolutely. Well, it's, that's exactly how a mom fight goes. If you've ever seen moms <laughs> throw down, I'm not kidding. Like uh, when I was young, I was in a like a kids drill team or whatever, and we had two moms just start punching the fucking shit out of each other right in the middle of practice. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm talking hair pulling, punching, like. And and here we are, twelve year old girls standing around going, "Well, you don't see that every day." And then they finally realize that there's like 15, 12 year old girls standing there. And it's kind of like, oh, would you like some coffee? Yes, I would. Thanks. And they just like walk away. Wow. What the fuck just happened? Ironically, since you said coffee, that's exactly what happened. Uh, Her her daughter, Nakia, comes in and they literally stop because Vivica gives her a look like, come on, not not now. Like, not now. So they lied and said the dog did it because that's that's what you do if you have a pet. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> the dog basically. Your little goddamn dog got in here. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Vivica was truly being black mom, she would have blamed the kid for it. Like, if you would have fed the goddamn dog, none of this shit would have happened. Take your ass to the room. You're in trouble. I think actually, she did was true black mom by naming her after a cell phone. 
So she says, Wait till your brother Kogay get home. Oh, God. So they go into the kitchen, right? And um, basically, we're getting some story with this fucking fight. Because <laughs> we get the fight first, then we can get a little bit of talking to see what the fuck actually go down. So, so Vernita made it very clear that she, you know, she know what the deal is. She's sorry for screwing her over. And they're trying to basically set up a different time to have this fight because. The bride is nice enough not to try to kill her in front of her daughter. She want to die today or tomorrow oh, or God. the day after that. I love their exchange. She's like, how about today, bitch? Like, they really don't like each other at all. <laughs> it's like, no. it's a very thinly veiled, you know, little truce happening here. But like, you know, death can come at any moment when um, the Chekhov's gun, a.k.a. the cereal box named Kaboom, was put into play. How did y'all feel about that? It was a jump start for me because I didn't know it was coming. So, yeah, I was surprised. I, I knew that uh, when I first saw this, when I was like young, uh, I, didn't, I didn't. It was awesome, but then later I figured out that Quentin collects those cereal boxes and uses them as many times as he can as in his film. Really? So it's, it's like yeah. it's like the Red Apple cigarettes. Well, the Red Apple cigarettes is like a propriety brand that he owns, like Big Kahuna Burger. He actually collects old versions of those boxes and then retasks them to use as props. You know that Tarantino is freaking hoarder. Right. Can you imagine the is. size of his garage, like just full of crap like that? Uh, I know yeah, I've got uh, it here somewhere. I, you know, I was able to appreciate in this scene though that both of them uh, looked like shit. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. That I love that about this because when we've watched, you know, we've watched other female-driven shows and movies and things like like we've t- we talked about in the past like the hunger games all right katniss right. is living in a fucking tree and yet her hair and makeup are still on point right right mine's not on point now as i'm sitting here talking to you you know it's like <laughs> i don't understand how you would be in such a fight and then you know your hair's still fluffy blood yeah. everywhere like honestly it, it looked like the end of a horror movie like like mm-hmm. they, they both look like final girls at the end of that fight it was fucking horrific so vernita misses I love the coffee cup cunt punt, basically. <laughs> now we're just going to be talking about this forever. She punts that coffee cup across the room at her mm-hmm. and then oh, gets yeah, her with the awesome. knife. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yes. That was cool. Yeah. Um, you know, another thing, though, is like she's a really bad mom, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> cereal, and she's like, this is where I'm going to keep my gun <laughs> in the kid's cereal. Uh, it was clearly Mark she- Kaboom. Come on. Like,. <laughs> Nikia and by the knew. way, that kid is not four years old, right? No, why is she getting off a school bus if she's four years old? What the fuck school does she go to at four? Wow, you know what? I didn't even catch that. I was just like, whatever. She, so she's so quiet. Like, who knows? <laughs> so, Vanita's dead. She's on the ground. Mm-hmm. She's done. Daughter <laughs> is behind her. Very awkward moment, you know, because when you kill yep. somebody's parents and they're there, you know. As you do. Yeah. yeah. As it always is, it's super awkward. <laughs> <laughs> upon doing matricide you know yeah it's, it's, it gets weird yeah i really like that though i mean not the 
I just killed your mom. That's that's kind of fucking crazy. I love murdered mom. That's awesome. (laughs) But no, I I really like that uh, she turns away to wipe the blood off. Like, she's not just being totally a dick about the whole thing. But then she's like, you know, I really, truly did not intend for you to see this. When you grow up and you want to take me down, come find me. Like, cool. I just made you half Batman. You're awesome so far. (laughs) (laughs) You got a cool origin story. His parents are dead too, and look at him. Nice. (laughs) Now I just want to go adopt a bunch of orphans and see which one turns out to be Batman. Oh my god! Oh my god! Have a fight for the dead. Orphan Fight Club. I think that's a terrible idea. That escalated quickly. Only the strongest will survive. So we see her hop back in the in this really crazy looking truck. Uh, she scratches off Renita's name, and we noticed that there's a name above it that's already been scratched out. But you know, who's well, you know, clearly that's not that big a deal since it was already omitted, right? And she drives away in a vehicle called the Pussy Wagon. And there's so many questions, and before they answer anything, we get a fucking flashback. So we go to chapter two, guys. Where um, rest in peace to Michael Parks, man. This is one of the cool, coolest uh, roles he's had. Uh, if you don't know who Michael Parks is, he was the uh, the doctor who fucked up uh, Justin Long in Tusk. And, oh. and in this movie, he was a really cool uh, kind of Western, like uh, spaghetti Western type of sheriff uh, or coroner or whatever the hell he is. And he, he almost remind me of the uh, the sheriff and Smokey and the Bandit had he been a serious character, you know, mm. like that same kind of swagger, big Very hat. Come on, Boss Hog? No, 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 no. No. I'm thinking no, about No, um, the other guy. It's Jack Gleason. I'm getting mixed up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really I really enjoy that he has like different colored shades for whatever occasion on his uh, dashboard. Oh, I love the dashboard shades like all across the board. So it's like, mm, what I'll kind of smooth ride is that car? You know what I mean? Like, like, why are they not all over the fucking place? If I was driving, my shades would be just sliding. Well, they'd be everywhere. Yeah, it'd be the worst. Those, that shit's easy. That shit is mod podge down. There's no way. I, I can't keep a, you know, a, a napkin on the counter, <laughs> let alone eight pairs of the exact same sunglasses turned upside down sitting in a row. Like, no. I can hear him talking about how smooth the suspension is on his uh, Cutlass Supreme, though. I, I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have to be. It have to be. <laughs> My sister drove one of those 1986 Dodge Diplomats, and that was a smooth ride. That I'm not gonna like lie. A large vehicle, <laughs> Dodge Diplomat. <laughs> It was my grandma's. She so. sounds fucking huge. It was like a couch. thing had a couch. No, I had the I had the land yacht, the <laughs> Lincoln Town Car. Oh, Jesus. Oh yeah. Heather, you remember my Lincoln? It yeah, it was on. enormous. Five people could sit in the front seat. Before we move away from uh, Michael Parks, I just want to let uh, get a little bit of more history about it. Sure. This fucking guy's been in everything. Jeez. Yeah. Walker, Texas Ranger, Dust Till Dawn, Argo, Death Proof, Planet Terror, Django Unchained. Been in a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like all of them, almost. But Tarantino <laughs> likes to re- recycle his people. I mean, they're good people, oh, yeah. though. All the people he recycles are fucking good, except for Michael Madison. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan. He's in everything, though. That yeah, guy is in every one of them. He was only good in Reservoir Dogs, and that's it. He's trash and everything. Yeah. He, I almost walked out of Sin City because of him. He was so terrible. Sorry. That... Hey, can, you guys, can you guys clarify <laughs> something about El Paso, though, for me? <laughs> sure. Is it as small as they portray? Because I thought it was kind of a big city. It's kind of a no, big city. There's nothing out there. Really? Yeah, it's nothing. It's Please. just desert in a like a mailbox. Like a swirling <laughs> dervish of dust. It's in like one HEB, and that's it. <laughs> 
sort of. Well, you gotta have ATB, or yeah. else you do. Oh. You, you don't know if you've accidentally wandered into Mexico or not. <laughs> it's the only way. That's the only way you know. <laughs> There's an you cross you cross over, and it's now a fiesta instead of the ATB. You've gone too far. Turn what? back. Turn back, or Donald Trump will let you back in. So he basically goes in there, and we see the full scope of what happened in the very beginning of the movie in black and white. People are fucking dead. It's just a room full of dead motherfucking people. And uh, it's pretty rough. He already laid out how many people were actually in the fucking room, too. I thought that was kind of neat. So you see the handiwork of the... Deadly International Vipers Assassination Squad. What was the acronym spell, my friend? Divas! Yeah, because Sister Wives was too long of a, you know, phrase. Holy shit. Super international, think- special, <laughs> tactical, I, I, insurgent. No, 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 no. Wait, it's not. They, you know, they, don't, they don't get into him, his character here, but I'm pretty sure Bud is one of the divas. So, you know, oh, there's that. Oh, yeah. There it is. There's also a fan theory that um uh, from Pulp Fiction that this was this is actually the pilot of uh, Foxy Force 5. Ah. It's not a theory. It's a it's a theory. It's is, a, is it a fact? Is is that what you're saying? Or no, is this no, no. So, it's a Quint, so Quentin and Umo came up with the character of the bride during Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. and they yeah. used the pilot from Foxy Force Five as their base. Right. You are correct. Yeah, but they didn't say that if that was the fictional uh, thread that lined them up, or if it was just handy while you're writing a story because the pilot. That's was- true. But then Uma's character was her speciality was knives. Mm-hmm. But that was more so of Renita's character for the most part. I think they all use knives. Well, I mean, but you, then you know, they also yeah. said that she was the most deadliest with a knife. Well, she also she also supposed to say like shitty jokes at the end of the ep- each episode though. <laughs> right. <laughs> Michael Parks is actually doing the scene with his real son. Oh That's no shit! Did not know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, James Parks. Yeah, and I know that because we uh, we rented the movie on Google, whatever, and we're watching it on TV, and I had to pause it for something, and it actually put a circle around James Park's face and had a line and had his name under it, like it was doing a Google image search. Weird. Okay. <laughs> Weird. I was like, what the fuck? Paul's like, well, it's, it's, it's Google. I'm like, okay. So basically, uh... The bride isn't dead. She she spits in his face because she has is a is a is a motor reflex or something. And, well, she's a spitter. Uh, so she, she's alive. So they 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 cut it cut her immediately to the uh, hospital where uh, she's. They cleaned a, her up good for having the shit beat out of her. This is true. Mm-hmm. They like they took that gross eye thingy off of her <laughs> and they let her uh, let her sit there peacefully. So mm-hmm. enter L driver coming in whistling <laughs> uh, twisted nerve. Which honestly, song kind of creeps me the fuck out. I don't know how everybody feels about yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Well, her Super her creepy. whistling it happily as she's strolling through the hospital with a big old eye patch on, a little ominous. Who the fuck is the security at this? Uh, like like what year is this? Seventy <laughs> six. First of all, I get it. Okay, there's a lady walking in in the outfit, but the fucking eye patch, you guys. Seriously, nobody. And then she has a tray out and open, like the murder tray. In two thousand three, no nurse is wearing the nursey uniform anymore. Period. I know that's yeah. like World War II Warfield nurse uh, outfit. Right. That's yeah. that's sexy time or nurse. It's, it's <laughs> Halloween porno nurse. Yeah. Outfit. Are you a kissogram? <laughs> and then and then if we're gonna add you know insult to injury, let's put the the medical cross on our eye patch as well, so we will not stand out at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's maximum camouflage. Cause she was then, she was at like eighty no. percent camo. When she slapped on that eye patch with the blue cross, I mean the red cross on it, that was like she's officially invisible. You cannot see her at all. She's a ghost. 
because she had like the the poison uh syringe and shit just in plain sight <laughs> like not even hiding it nobody is stopping nope. her no one is walking nope. around that's like this is the world's worst hospital it's like that hospital in, oh, in the yeah. first halloween movie or i guess technically the second one they're just you know we let people murder people we're like eh yes yeah, so let's, let's get in the face my break <laughs> monster flip phone by the way oh yeah did you it's, notice it's, it's giant okay. monster flip phone yeah, it's supposed to be a few years ago, so it was like technically, if you, if you want to count it as 2003, mm. so it'll be like 98, 99. Yeah, that's about, the, that's about when I had that exact flip phone. Yeah, this one sucked, because <laughs> she had to pull the antenna up too, which, which, which it mattered back then. Just fucking horrific. Just big yeah. bricks. So like, um, she's about to murder uh, the bride, and she gets a phone call, and it's Bill. And Bill talking mad smooth super uh little, little sensual you could tell maybe something happened with l in him like he might have knocked it down i think he did putting it out there pretty sure he fucked them all so oh yeah 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 <laughs> not yeah. even gonna lie i'm pretty sure that's what happened oh guys uh possible um bill castings uh it could have been um jack nicholson he said no warren Beatty. warren Beatty was one of the main ones he said no he did dick but he tracy led to david carradine well, I, 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 I'm actually glad it was David Carradine. I agree. I like I like his casting. Yeah, I, I think it's the most believable. Plus, um, you know, he was in Kung Fu. This whole situation, whether that's the Foxy Five or the Divas or whatever, it's very Charlie and Charlie's Angels mm-hmm. has gone like psychotic. Right. Yeah, full on Stockholm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna bang my angels and then like have my brother <laughs> come along. So. He basically says killing her in her sleep is is beneath us. We're better than that. If she wakes up, we'll just handle her. You know, we're, we're badass. And he's like fondling his sword as he's as we're having this conversation because we don't get to see him. So we get the we get the Doctor Claw treatment where we just see his mm-hmm. hand. So L <laughs> is not is not happy about this. And what's so funny is I, no. I I forgot that this is really her only scene in the whole movie. Yep. Yep. Like she's way more prominent in the sequel, Liz. So just remember that when you watch it. But well, um, I assume so since she's uh still breathing but daryl hannah did a good job but man she has a manly face i yeah, gotta, I I gotta throw that, that out there that's a really manly <laughs> yeah. face she looks like what, what steven tyler wants to look like well put an eye patch on her that'll pretty her up it helped like come on it cut, it cut down <laughs> on her face a let's bit. see if we can make her look that much worse nah it, it helped me a bit i have to look at her strong jawline so much <laughs> Draws the draws the eyes up a little. So um, moving on, guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the she, eye patch distracts from the subtle on her chin. <laughs> 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 so mosquito basically wakes up uh, the bride, right? Not really, but really. Okay, the the slurping. Okay, the the noises and sound effects in this movie are great. You can hear that mosquito like puncture her skin and start to slurp. It's the worst. It's really kind of like wow. Yeah, it's the worst. And she wakes up violently. Jesus, I added mm-hmm. all the syllables to that one, but she woke up fucking horrifically, man. And uh, we get a really cool scene of her getting shot in the head again with uh, special graphics. And the bullet that hit her in the head was a Colt forty-five Magnum bullet to the skull, guys. Shameless plug. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> yeah, right to the fucking dome. So she grabs the side of her head where it got shot, which I appreciate they did that. Because I was like, where the fucking head did, like, yeah. where, where did it hit her? Is she still breathing? And it's yeah. like, you know, it grazed her. I was like, oh, thanks, guys. Appreciate that. And but then there was a ding, 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 like yeah. metal. Yeah, so right. a metal, metal plate, plate yeah. in her head. Yeah, j- just to let you know. 
and she healed up nicely. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, got super sad right for that. She uh touches her stomach, realizes her child's gone, and everybody gets to feel like shit in theater at this point in time. All right. Super sad. You get you get to see her throwing some real quick acting, which was uh good, good on you, Uma. But um, gotta say, I love the subtlety in this quick sequence that happens, right? So we have phase two of this amazing um, hospital's uh, you know business plan, where not only oh, is, there, is there no security, uh, they have an orderly that is a basically professional uh, rapist entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. So she hears people are coming, right? And her heart is beating fast, because you can hear it on the uh, EKG machine, I guess. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Heart monitor. Heart, heart monitor. Yeah. Well, whatever. So you, you, you can hear her heart beating fast as shit, right? And when she sees somebody coming, she lays down quickly, and you can hear her slow her heartbeat. Well, she's a badass. Super and she's a badass. She and she was trained is. by kung fu masters. <laughs> Dude. She's a reptile. She's cold-blooded. She just has to cool down. That is the Sorry. most badass Deep subtle breath. thing. I was like, oh, dude. And then when she looked at her hands, she's was like, four years. Like, bitch, how? How did you, what? How did you do that? <laughs> How the fuck did you do that? That is insane to me. Jesus, I'm sorry. Like she's she, also a palmistry master as well. Yeah, you read palm. Read the fuck right. out some palms. I just really liked how they didn't beat you over the head with how fucking badass she was. But like, if you you know you notice all these really fucking cool things. I thought she was so fucking amazing. But mm-hmm. um, here comes Buck with evil trucker whose only line is. Hey, that was the same line in the Water Boy. Oh, that's, that's who it, I was trying to figure out where I saw him from. Thank you. Jesus. He's that guy. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So we got Buck. Buck, who is a piece of shit from Huntsville, Texas. Shout out to Huntsville, guys, because that's who's representing y'all now. So basically, we find out all the fucked up information on how this goes down. The pricing, uh, little uh, the rules of uh, said horrific assault that's about to go down. And um, uh, to kick it all off, just yeah. in case you were already screaming in your chair, your boy Buck is like, yeah. oh, I forgot. Pulls out his personal uh, little thing of Vaseline that is covered in, I don't I don't even want to think about what it was. I don't want to know. Nope. Dirty Vaseline I'm gonna is say, what it is. Yeah, he just, really fucking dirty. And like the plague, I don't know. Just yeah. Wait. It actually says Vasalube, which is even worse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't realize it. <laughs> I didn't realize it because I was so I was so bothered by like just the the container being the so goop. filthy. I was just like, oh. They I just know what hospital her... hires an orderly with the word "fuck" written on his hand. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? Not any hospital I've ever been in. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Wouldn't you love to pull up in an employee parking lot and see pussy wagon on the right uh, truck? Yeah. There? Yeah. yeah. As, as you go to visit Nana. Who is that guy? Where's Where's the HR department? Where's the quality control? Because you. You want to go see Gam Gam? You have to walk by the pussy wagon. <laughs> just like what the fuck. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't think Gertrude's safe here. I just I have a bad feeling. I don't Get know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it just. Mm. I don't want to leave Graham Graham here, man. I don't want to leave her here, man. <laughs> just take her. From the, just you, take her. Home. You're just in the parking lot, just shaking your head like this is. This, I can't. I know it's so affordable. Yep. It's only ten bucks yep. a month. Let's take God. her to that. Let's take her to that home in Billy Mad. Uh, in, Billy Madison with the uh, oh, oh Happy Gilmore is the one I was looking at. It's Happy Gilmore, yeah, yeah, yeah with uh, Ben Stiller's yeah. character. Yeah, I, I, I'd rather him because he only threatens violence, not sexual violence. 
We <sighs> like that scene from, um, oh, I forgot the name of it. Anyway, but just motherfucking HMOs, right? Like, <laughs> this is who I have to go to. <laughs> so, by the grace of God, she's already awake. So she kills laughing trucker guy. Thank God. And um, I like how it gets real horror movie all of a sudden. Like, the music is real, like, fucking, like, crazy. And um, she gets a knife from the trucker because that's what truckers carry, guys. We This is a fact. Yeah. This is a fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and cuts the, the Achilles tendon of Buck, which, which, is, which is the best. And we get immediate well, I, karma. I, I have to rewind real fast because I really liked when she got out of bed. She didn't just, like, she was going to just hop out of bed like oh, she's her yeah. normal self. And she's totally Little Mermaid on the floor. You know, <laughs> she is just down. <laughs> She's been in a coma for four years. So that I liked that that was completely authentic. Like yeah. she wasn't just going to, you know, hitch kick her way out of the bed and yeah. like kick her ass out of there. She so. had straight atrophy. She went straight down. But amazingly, she had arm strength for some yeah, sad that's what reason. I was thinking. It's like she was able to cut through somebody's Achilles with her hand and her, you know, going across there. But, you know, good for you that you can't walk. <laughs> I was going to say something messed up and I'm just going to gloss over it. It's too dark. It's too dark a reason. Just... Just moving on. She cuts his tendon, and he goes down, and she starts slamming his head in the door, asking where oh, Bill is. I know what you were trying to say. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, it was terrible. I know it was terrible, guys. Okay, we're moving on. So um, I'm trying to, like, fill plot holes here, guys. That's all I'm doing, okay? But um, she's slamming the living shit out of his head, which I think I, I was enjoying that. I had no problems with it at all. Oh, yeah. I like how he was Everybody like, please. Was <laughs> I like he was like, please stop hitting me. <laughs> That's when the concussion was washing <laughs> over his head, because he was he was already okay. done. Okay. Yeah, like yeah, I'm gonna stop for sure. And she sees his knuckles, which uh, Randy alluded to, and uh, totally fucked himself over because she she, she oh, that flashback sealed his fucking fate. Oh, <laughs> uh, shout out to Karma. So he gets his head blasted open, and she takes his. I like how she puts her shades on. I don't know why that cracks me up every time. Like, I like it too because she's still just rolling around on the floor trying to like pick his pockets and whatever. Yeah, but she puts the but shades she got, on first. She got shades on, so now she looks cool. She looks so I fucking cool. I didn't understand that. I didn't understand why the shades were such an integral part of her plan there. Because it just made it, well, like, it made like a pimp on the ground trying to get <laughs> rob somebody. She like well, a- I I would say there's that because it did look cool, but I would say probably from a logistical and a practical standpoint, she's been in a coma with her eyes closed for four years. Might just be bright, but she's, you know, she's, I don't, like, she's like Neo in the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Why do my eyes hurt? Oh, <laughs> God. You've never used them before, and because Buck finished in them. Oh. Oh. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Shit! So, um, yeah. So went there. Uh, she she takes the keys. God damn, Randy. She takes Sorry. the keys. Jesus, Sorry. it's okay. She takes the keys, and uh, it says "pussy wagon," which uh, <laughs> garnered our boy Buck getting his head caved in just one more good time, because that's that's, yeah. that's what he fucking deserves. So she rolls into the uh, parking lot, and she, I like how <laughs> she's looking for Texas place because she's like, you know, logic, right? Yeah. Right. Right. And uh, yeah, big old just bright. Riding open pussy wagon truck. And she just, I, I enjoyed her look of of happiness. Like, well, there it is. That was easy. <laughs> Found it. All right. So she gets in the truck, and uh, we get we get some more acting from her. I love how we get spurts of like, oh, poor, poor Uma. 
<laughs> for only for a minute. She only gives you a brief moment of weakness. She has a tear coming out of her eye, trying to get in this truck. And she positions herself. Uh, she puts her feet um, across from her, and she um, literally wheels her limbs back into 100% perfection with her sheer yeah, brain. Yeah, she needs a pedicure. Yeah. Actually, I thought her toes were looking pretty good for four years in the hospital. You know they don't come by and cut them for you. Hell you no. know, and this is how we know we're in a Quentin Tarantino movie, because the feet are very prominent in a shot for much longer than they need to be. <laughs> let's be real. Quentin Tarantino looks like a fucking creep. Let's, let's just get that out the way. It's his oh, yeah. truck. Yeah. <laughs> he owns that truck. Like, that's literally his fucking truck. This shit is insane. Like, Randy, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Why? He drove it around to promote the second movie. I mean, why not? Yeah, quote, unquote, to promote the second movie, dude. Sure. Quote, unquote. Yeah. And, and we're crashing uh, Android with the word bitches? Really? Exactly. It, right. You know what's really crazy? Like, I, I, like, I think it's pretty obvious. If you, if you watch um, him talk about this movie behind the scenes and stuff, he clearly has a thing for Uma Thurman. Like, um, oh, yeah. even for her, like for her, I think it was her 30th birthday is that he sent her the script, let her know that it's going down. Like he, he, he had a thing for her, even for like the things like, oh, you know, the bride concept was put together by Q and you like, oh, shut the fuck up, Quentin. That's a, he's a weird looking dude. Like I like him as a director, but that's a weird looking motherfucker. You imagine like the alien looking babies he would have with Uma Thurman because Jeez. they have uh, such Christ. like angular features. They would just be, it would just be jarring. Mm-hmm. And that fucking oh. hairline. If, if they had a baby, it would be Daryl Hannah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because Daryl Hannah, you could tell at one time was aesthetically pleasing. Like this. Yeah, but not anymore. No, that shit. You know what? <laughs> I'm just going to say plastic surgery is not friendly to everyone. Yeah, Uma shouldn't have done that. Oh. Yeah, she she should have. She oh. should have like let Bill that. Yeah, she fucked up. But you know what? Yeah. If they had a kid, it looked like Emperor Snoke. <laughs> oh. During this, you know, willing her her body back to perfection to, uh, sequence, we get this really cool animated sequence explaining Oren Ishii, or Oren Ishii, which is Lucy Liu's character. Huge crush on Lucy Liu. Shout out to Lucy Liu's sex. Yeah, let, let's go on the other side of the spectrum here and talk about somebody attractive. Gosh, she's She looked hot. amazing in this movie. Oh, my gosh. She's so mm-hmm. beautiful. Oh, so beautiful. Sure, I liked about her in this that she didn't look overly thin. You know, I'm not saying she was heavy by any means, but, no, you know, sometimes no. her face gets really, really thin. Yeah, she gets gone. And it's just, yeah, but in this one, not. Like, she was absolutely lovely. So, yes. I mean, she's a total bitch. But, you know, no, it was easy lovely. to tell that she was fit, right? Because normally, yeah. if you, they get really, really thin, you're like, you can't even lift up a samurai sword, you know? Exactly. <laughs> you can't even put those shoes with the socks on. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's, that's a message for wow. Well, that's, that's a message for the uh, you know for the other ladies out there. Eat a sandwich or two. It's okay. It's okay. If you want to be able to lift a sword, eat a sandwich right. or be attractive. Be, or be attractive to me. 10,000 calorie salads will do it for you. <laughs> that shit sounds insane, by the way. Like, what the fuck? It wasn't, it wasn't 10. It was at least 1,000, but it wasn't 10. That's that still, was just for... Oh it's no one eats comic. chicken for the bone, people. <laughs> <laughs> really cool animated scene, and I feel like this was a nice way for them to get away with uh, super hyper-violence. Yeah, I, I thought this was beautiful. I love this little anime sequence here the music in the background was also really nice the animation actually was kind of uh 
there was a movie that uh, Indian movie that came out in 2001 like a couple years before this that Quentin was actually very um influenced by so he wanted to kind of mirror that for this particular uh, deal here so we're seeing um Oren's parents getting murdered in the most horrific super bloodiest way possible um her dad was an American there was a lot of blood yeah yeah, yeah. especially when, when, when a dad when her dad got stabbed that was like oh man that's brutal he like what what type of diet is happening in these people's lives for them to have such strong streams of blood fly out of them is, is it a is it a fish and rice diet type situation is that what's happening all the iron and starches or is it just probably the mercury all the extra mercury from all that raw fish just, you know just make just make blood you know, jettison the same amount of mercury in it well i know i'm just saying from oh, okay. the large fish diet, you've got to have a much larger, larger mercury issue. So by that decree, if if I have endless shrimp from uh, Red Lobster and get an arm cut off, it's just gonna be just bloody mess <laughs> everywhere. Is that, is that how that works? If uh, I if I had yes. way too much coconut yes. shrimp and somebody just had, I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll try chopping your arm off and let's, see what happens. Let's not. Anyway, so they're not gonna have heart attacks because these are nice thin, fast stream of blood there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, well, what I what I really like and what I took away from this is that a shot to the knee will absolutely take the bottom of your leg clean off. <laughs> now they don't show that enough in live action movies. Now, to be fair, um, and that, a fifty caliber bullet, maybe, yeah, I, I, I buy that. Actually. She was holding a, like that was actually a Desert Eagle in her hand that they drew. They, they they straight up drew a Desert Eagle because uh, mm -hmm. you could tell. Yes, by, but all eleven year olds can hold a Desert Eagle and fire it without punching themselves bed, in the face. Laying down under the bed. Okay, so let's. Okay, well, first of all, let's let's also realize that that same eleven year old realized that she could target him by using his pedophilia against him. So she's already on a different level, man. Oh yeah. Also, her mom, her mom was laying on top of a bed above her and was stabbed, and her blood rained upon her face. I think she could do whatever the fuck she can. For, for the sake of revenge, she got Batman strength. Yeah, yeah, well, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she was, she's Batman. Yeah, she was 100 Batman. She wasn't 50 like the kid. She, both her parents died, and in front of her she, with swords. Yeah, they have to die in front of you. If they didn't die in front of you, then it's just a, it's just hearsay. So. <laughs> You know, you know, one thing that did bother me? You're just an orphan. You don't get to be Batman. Right. Sorry. <laughs> That's like, it's like a participation award. It's like, no, you, you just get to live in an orphanage. Maybe saying it's a hard knock life if you're lucky. Uh. Sorry. So, um, one thing I, one thing I hate about the animated thing, they, 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 they had this character that killed the parents. Um, never get his comeuppance. Yeah. Like the badass dude with the rings. He was stylized. He was, you know, a straight up character. Like he never got justice now i want to give you a theory i was wondering if that was bill i i assumed it was yeah really yeah Same. huh i thought i was i thought i was smart well <sighs> no i'm absolutely wrong i haven't watched it several, you know a ton of times but i that was just my assumption i didn't really think about it too much because it seemed not that important to the storyline right but they i just figured i just figured most people who were you know, living on a American army base in Okinawa, just get their parents murdered because they're there. I don't know. So um, you basically see her get bloody revenge by shooting people and killing the boss, except for that guy who uh, killed her parents, who may or may not be Bill. We don't know. So it doesn't matter. All you need to know is she's a fucking badass uh, because of her fucked up origins. And we cut back to uh, the bride able to walk now after 13 hours of sheer fucking willpower. Like, I kind of wish the Green Lantern ring would have fell, like, near her because she would have been the greatest Lantern of all time. Oh, yeah. 
And I gotta say, I, I've spent a lot of time in hospitals in my lifetime, and I'm in bed for like a day, day and a half. I am not up on a plane to Japan 13 hours after any of that. So, or uh, cunt punting Vivica. No, I'm not cunt punting <laughs> anyone, really. <laughs> yeah, Clearly I, missing my life. That's because you don't have anybody that you want to cunt punt that hard. You, you need to find that, that is, person. You need, you, you need to find <laughs> your soulmate. absolutely not true. Oh, so. well, yeah. So get up, girl. <laughs> get up and uh, start work, working them gams. Kick somebody in the cooch. Vengeance-filled cunt punch. Square the Actually, diamond. I, think, I, I don't know. Most of the people who are ladies in my life or would have the equipment for cunt punching to work, not really worth it, but I could definitely do a few, you know, cock punts. I could do that. So. Oh, oh, Jesus. Somebody's making a list. I made a... <laughs> There's only one name on it. I'm just, you know. I literally had like so. a horrible image of just the dick getting kicked from like to the side. Like you coming in from the side. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, straight. I used to be in the drill team. So straight front, like oh. hitch kick kind of thing. That's Good what I'm thinking. God. Good yeah. Lord. From the side. Special guest nerdy bitches, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so the bride goes straight to Japan. To uh, get a, uh, well, we don't know why, right? She goes to a sushi restaurant in Okinawa, which is really interesting because apparently Okinawa is the worst place to go to get sushi. Thus, the ruse makes even more sense. Mm. Really? Mm. I've yeah. never heard mm-hmm. that. I looked it up in trivia, so if it's a lie, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will. I will scratch that off my tourist to do list. Well, just don't just don't get sushi there, but just enjoy everything else. Well, it's, it's, a, really... it's a great I'm, place I'm... to learn karate. Hell so, yeah! So to watch the Karate Kid. <laughs> nice. Or get Japanese steel. Yeah, in my notes for this section under Chapter Four, it just says swords. Yeah, <laughs> you know why? That's all. Like, yeah, it's like swords everywhere. Yeah. I enjoyed all of this because uh, the the guy who's uh, the the head guy for the sushi restaurant that is Sunny fucking Chiba. Who is like a martial arts movie legend? Um, he was uh, actually the star for our, I think our second or third episode of the Street Fighter, which yeah. is one of the most violent movies that was ever made at that time. It was actually rated X for violence. Wow! Because he like punched the dude so hard, like soup came out of his mouth. Like he punched chowder out of the guy, and uh, wow. karate chopped the dude's skull so fucking badly that his entire head caved in. Yeah, dude, big fan of the guy. Pretty fucking badass. I mean, he's, he's straight up like martial arts movie royalty. And um, seeing him up there was fucking awesome. And his friend um, that was also at the restaurant was a uh, Gordon Liu, who is another huge, huge uh, kung fu movie um, like influence. Like he's in damn near every fucking movie you can think of. Like he's been in there, uh, especially like the Shaolin series and stuff. Like really, really like these. Like it's like having uh, Al Pacino and uh, Robert De Niro showing up basically, in your movie. She basically utters she's looking for Hattori Hanzo, which, uh, you know, causes a lot of drama. Like, uh, everybody freezes and freaks out a little bit. He's like, well, you know, what do you want from them? And like Randy said... And the glass uh, shatters. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Like, like Gordon dropped his uh, dropped the sake glass. So, what's really neat, also, a little, little fun tidbit, uh, Sonny Chiba actually played Hattori Hanzo in, um, I think it was Shadow Warriors? Or Shogun Warriors? Mm-hmm. It was an old TV show. Like uh, I forgot the original name of it, but um, that that was a character that he actually played. So it was kind of like a cool little wink, wink, nod, nod uh, to hardcore uh, uh, fans of that genre. And um, 
he's also the lead Sora consultant behind the scenes for this movie. Like he's a legit, like he actually knows about this shit, which is why it's saying, um, nice. it seems so legit. Cause like one thing I really, really, really like about um, that particular scene is you kind of feel the gravitas of like how amazing these swords are. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I really, I really felt during the sword picking scene, it was very reminiscent of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> Explain. Cause I've never seen that movie at all. <laughs> What? There is a point in which the this little young wizard needs to pick his wand, and he goes in, and and you know there's the the various, and he's tested as to which is the proper thing. And that came out in 2001. So Tarantino, sorry, dude. Oh no! No! But it, it was it was it was very similar to that because it's like you know you don't pick the wand the wand picks you that kind of thing so when she's kind of going through the the swords and then she finds like the one that speaks to her yeah so it's kind of messed up except in this case he found it for her for him because he said remember to test out the red one right yeah well it was the one it was close it was, it was within the vicinity yeah. you know because either one could be given off the aura you don't know true that. So he basically yeah, but- he basically throws a fucking baseball at her, right? <laughs> to uh, <laughs> because, you yeah, know, that's awesome. To see if she's a bitch, and she's not. She cuts that motherfucker. It's amazing. Guess what? That yeah. happened in real life. Her stunt double what? Zoe Bell actually chopped that motherfucker in real life. It's not a game. It's real. Say like, how many takes did it take? That's a good question. I'm gonna say one, because <laughs> legendary. <laughs> Let's add to the lore, guys. Let's not fuck this up. I think it's real. I think it was one shot. She chopped that bitch in half. Everybody clapped and they moved on. So. Yeah, the baseball t- was already broken in half when they threw it. But no, that's fine. They did it all. <laughs> that's hilarious. So. Is a breakaway ball? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, Hanzo was like, okay, well, you got some skill. But, like, you know, what the hell? Like, what do you want? Like, why do you want me to? to make the sword like already she he swore a blood oath uh not to make another weapon to kill anything again period you know and japanese don't fuck around with that type of shit so he's like like why she's like well you know goddamn well why because it was one of your students and i liked how he couldn't even say his name he actually wrote his name out and got bummed mm-hmm. and was like i'll make your sword in a month now hearing that if you're an impatient asshole you're like oh it's too fucking long if if you just paid attention to like the pageantry that just went down with these swords you already know he's about to make the best fucking sword period because it's gonna take a fucking well right because if any of those swords had been better than what he could currently make he would have just picked one and handed it to her right and he probably it probably took him like a week or so to make those he was like i need a whole goddamn month i'm about to like fucking cry into the the, the weavings of the fucking sword wraps <laughs> and let that shit dry for a bit and then cry into them again like he was gonna do some real ass shit and the whole gotta go um, get some phoenix tears and yeah <laughs> i gotta wait till a meteor falls from the sky <laughs> i gotta skin five baby seals imbibes the sword with some sort of i don't know I, ultra sharp I gotta, I gotta temper it with the the blood of an, a japanese hooker <laughs> I gotta <laughs> dip the hilt in a unicorn's ass. So, um, all those things happened a month later, right? So we uh, he, he makes <laughs> month later, one month later, he makes the uh, <laughs> this is our lore. So he, he makes a sword, and it's just I'm sorry, this, the 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 whole sword inspection scene is just awesome. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Just the 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 anime nerd, the the martial art movie nerd in me is just like ugh, ugh. Whenever you say something so ostentatious as like, 
you know, if God gets in your way, you're going to cut him. It's like, whew, you talking some hot shit. Hot <laughs> shit. Boy, you talking the hottest shit. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> what's so funny is if, if I was in her spot sitting there, I would like kind of like cross my fingers and start coughing, like, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, Jesus, no. No, Jesus. <laughs> He just, he just, take a take a slight step back for the lightning. Yeah, he's talking, he's talking about Buddha. Buddha's way too slow. He'll 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 get cut. But not but not you, Jesus. You're ripped. <laughs> you're Jesus. You're, 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 a, you're a nimble cat. There's no way. Jesus will easily juke that. So Jesus always does seem to have a six pack in those uh, depictions. He is fucking doesn't he? shredded. He he doesn't eat carbs for real. He's it's all. About, like, no, that's why they there use are the fish. No carbs. That's why they use the fish. The Jesus fish does symbol. CrossFit. It's matzah. Oh. Like, what's what's ah. the option? You get him a matzah cracker. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> oh no, Randy! Oh, <laughs> that was low hanging fruit. He, <laughs> Jesus does CrossFit. Wow, that's just. I'm not even mad at you, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not. Good on you, man. I'm proud of you. Hey. <laughs> So um, we get this really dope ass scene for uh, women's empowerment where um, we cut back to um, a flashback to where how Orin became, you know, head of the, the Yakuza. Oh, yeah. This is awesome. It's that was cool. One of my favorite scenes, man. So um, have you guys seen um, uh, Itch of the Killer? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, one of the guys, uh, the one, no. t- Boss Tanaka. Uh, With Bruce Lee. No. Oh, sorry. So we're at the table. Boss Tanaka is uh, talking mad shit. He, you know, breaks the plate. Everybody's upset. I, I enjoy um, angry Japanese uh, voices. Cause they sound <laughs> super pissed. They sound. I know. But then you want to see like absolutely normal, trivial, day to day conversation being translated underneath. But they just they're super angry when they like they sound angry. Yeah, because they they yeah. roll they roll their words so nicely, and it's, but it sounds so pissed, man. This is I, I loved it. <laughs> Then he threw one of the guys threw his like towel at him or some shit. It was just, it was just the best. So yeah. he had beef. He didn't like the fact that uh that Orin is mixed. BT Dubs guys. Um, originally or Orin Ishii, uh, Ishii or whatever, supposed to be just straight up Japanese. Um, Quentin Tarantino saw her in uh, uh Shanghai Noon, mm-hmm. and made up his mind right then and there, and basically rewrote the character to be mixed. Cool. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Lucy Lou's mm-hmm. fine ass. So she um she was trying to be nice, like, hey, well, you know, Tanaka got a problem. Let me see what he gotta say. Tanaka talks too goddamn much. He basically shitted on her, called her a bitch on top of uh calling out her entire lineage. And this girl gets up on that damn table, dude, and runs <laughs> straight beelines towards him on the table and makes like very but little tippy, noise. Tippy toed to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause, cause honestly, honestly, running tippy toes. Honestly, I gotta give her props because like, if I if I jumped on top of anything, try to run, it's gonna sound horrific. Just like oh, like he'll have all the time in the world. I just be afraid the, the table would collapse under if I jumped up on the table and tried to run across. <laughs> Not it or- really. It really it really cuts out your intimidation factor if the table breaks. So I mean, it depends. Yeah, so my- it- more like a skit like that was supposed to look awesome i promise you <laughs> i was gonna totally kill this guy i was gonna was murder him please. you're all gonna be scared but fuck it's all yeah. fucked up now just shoot him just shoot him shoot him please give me right. a gun give me a gun i'll just shoot him fuck it but uh, <laughs> but she fucking <laughs> she gets her ass up and every <laughs> cuts his fucking head off blood everywhere 
He basically mm-hmm. jizzes blood out of his fucking neck for the for like a lack of a he better. Tarantino just like has like a some kind of like weird one of those pocket hoses or something that just sprays blood out of any chopped off limb or whatever. Like it just sprays out like the worst water fountain in the world. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. <laughs> blood. Fountain. He got his blood spatter kit from Uncle Fester. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. By the way, um, six dropping up info in a diet coke. Yes, (laughs) yes. It's literally um, six hundred gallons of blood was used between uh, Kill Bill one and two. Six hundred motherfucking gallons of fake blood. Good God, everyone! Uh, I I really like how she's. I'm gonna say this in English, so uh, (laughs) let's know how serious I am. And I love how sweet she's being. As your leader, I encourage you from time to time, and always in a respectful manner, to question my logic. If you're unconvinced a particular plan of action I've decided is the wisest, tell me so. But allow me to convince you, and I promise you right here and now, no subject will ever be taboo. Except, of course, the subject that was just under discussion. The price you pay for bringing up either my Chinese or American heritage as a negative is, I collect your fucking head. Just like this fucker here. Now, if any of you sons of bitches got anything else to say, now's the fucking time! And they're like, okay. (laughs) But it's like, did you not hear about her fucking resume? She killed a dude at 11, you know? He's a goddamn (laughs) um, mom boss. She was 11. She's a grown woman now. What do you? What do you? Stop! Don't shut up. Be quiet. You had a towel thrown at you. The, they don't take the ladies seriously. Well, he, they all did, didn't they? She picked his mm-hmm. fucking head up because you think you know she's breaking into this role, so she's going to be wearing the lady kill, you know, the uh, the red version of Uma's outfit, right? True. But no, she's totally just wearing the kimono with the little teeny tiny sandals and whatnot. Well, she it's looks dark dope. white kimono. She looks so mm-hmm. dope, though. I'm sorry. She looks she looks yeah. more frightening like that than any other thing else, mm-hmm. in my opinion. In my opinion. Yeah. So, um, the bride goes to Tokyo, right? Because uh, all, all, all we're doing is just getting, um, you know, more more essence of how badass Orin is, which is honestly perfect. I I found a little life lesson here. So this is okay. this is an important lesson that you can learn is that if you're going domestic Japanese to Japanese airport, apparently you can have a samurai sword on the plane. That's in my notes too. <laughs> well, who knows? I, you know what? I, I didn't even think about that because I was too busy enjoying everything. God, God damn it, guys! So um, we we basically twice, twice it happens twice. She's on the plane twice with that twice. damn sword. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, it could be just like a piece of art artifact or something. I'm, not, I'm sure there's a loophole. It has to be. There has to be. Or maybe she was flying United. They were like, well, you know, you, you want to defend yourself? <laughs> we're not bumping her. Okay. Yeah. We're not can't, bumping her. Can't no. bump her. Can't drag her out with stomach. <laughs> Let's see. So. Where'd she get money to fly? Because m- flights are expensive. I'm, I'm sure she does. Uh, where's her money? I'm sure, I'm sure Buck doesn't uh, use credit. So I'm sure he had a good amount of cash laying around. Does Buck look like the kind of guy who's got a lot of cash? I mean, he's making no. he's making good rate money. He's making but yeah, he's making legit rate money. Like he 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 went through the whole not, line. He's definitely not claiming that to the IRS. So no, you know, seventy has seventy five bucks for twenty minutes. That's good money right there. It really is. That's yeah. what he yeah. And you also got to think about how used that Vaseline was. Like he's busy. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah, the dude's frugal, right? He reuses his Vaseline. <laughs> 
disgusting. <laughs> I don't care who fingers been dipping in this shit. I'm saving this shit. I had this shit for three years. <laughs> I'm not He's wasting another dollar nine. Selling it from the Costco. He gets real mad. Don't grab a whole dollar. Goddamn, just dabbing on the sides. <laughs> Jesus. Quick Scraping it out. We know, damn it, Earl. You know you ain't that big. You don't need that much. <laughs> I, I bet he's going back in after the leftovers. I'm just throwing it out. Yeah. yeah. He seems like kind, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Gross. Yeah. One of those so, um, under pressures and scrape it back in the bottle. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. So, um, fuck. Shout out to the <laughs> Green Hornet theme that was playing th- in, in this particular section of the movie. So okay, my- I have to ask a question before we get to please, the end scene here. Please. Or the end scene later that we haven't gotten to. Was it winter when she got there? It did not appear to be winter when she got there. You know what? I'm going to agree no. with you. Because, like, like, when they were riding around when the scene was being played, like, it, everybody's driving around. It looked normal yeah. as fuck. It looked normal it looked as just, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just I was just making sure I didn't miss something. Was, nope. You know. Nope. We get um we you know we we get the iconic music that you hear in the commercials. Anytime you think about Kill Bill, this song comes on, and we got uh Orin walking with a crazy eighty eight with uh, all of her henchmen. She has a uh, Gogo, who is her uh like one of her henchmen. Uh, she was in um, Battle Royale. Um, and yeah. a- okay, now on Gogo, is she just like the stereotypical I'm gonna cosplay this girl, or is she kind of cosplaying the typical Japanese anime girl? She's just a student. Just her outfit. outfit. Yeah, she's just just okay. a student. Yeah, she she just okay. yep. Because uh, if you don't see the ball and chain, then it ain't Gogo. <laughs> gotcha. And uh, so she's rolling with her, and then um, the guy in the mask. Guess who that is in, in actuality? The dude from the sushi um, place. The ball-headed guy. Same guy. Playing two different characters. Because oh. mm-hmm. he's Gordon fucking Lou. And he's really good at Kung Fu. Why would you waste him? And, yeah, uh, I didn't even know right. that. Yeah. So, Thank you. Thank no, you for that trivia. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. So, um, you know, they're all walking in slow motion and shit with that. All that's happening. They look badass. Look super cool. And they're going into the House of Leaves. Uh, restaurant, right? Or club or whatever the fuck this is. And we have the five, yep. six, seven, eights that we talked about earlier. Amazing band. And another life lesson, uh, Japanese like restaurants, dance clubs, they're lit. Like, not like lit <laughs> in terms, but they're actually well lit. It was really bright <laughs> <in> there. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's well lit. Okay, anyway, never mind, we'll go on. So, um, I just, I love the Charlie Brown robe guy. Oh so my like, I was like, God. that guy's robe looks like Charlie Brown. And then he goes upstairs and they're like, ah, ha, ha, Charlie Brown. It's like, <laughs> they're giving him so much shit. He was like, fuck, I knew it. Like, you know, he asked his wife, like, does like Charlie Brown this shit? She's like, no. <laughs> right. She's like, no, you look great. And then they find out the Yakuza's the- coming. We get, we, we get the bride. She's already there. She's wearing like the yellow jumpsuit looking like a badass. But she goes into, um, she goes to try to get close to Orin. Right, but Orin like right. sensed her fucking her key or some shit, threw a fucking shuriken through the goddamn door, and sent Gogo out to go find who who the fuck is like hanging around the door and stuff. And you know the bride is hiding. So this is what this is the only weird part of the movie that it kind of was like kind of thrown together to make shit work. So the bride escapes and goes back down. She goes straight to the bathroom to uh, change into her Bruce Lee outfit. Right. Yeah, right. which which involved taking off her jacket. Right, yes. but if yeah. if if Sophie, which can... looks exactly like her her undersuit looks exactly like her jacket. It's a twin set. 
I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> Why? Like, I just need a little bit more arm room. Oh. She's already fought in mom jeans. <laughs> you guys' wardrobe is hilarious. Y'all really like breaking this down. But um, my question was, what the fuck was she going to do dressing down if Sophie didn't come downstairs to the bathroom? She would have gone up. That wasn't her plan. Just yeah, I guess would have gone up and fucked up. But um, mm-hmm. so Sophie goofy ass comes downstairs, and I like how you kind of figure out um her role in all this. She was basically the chick just on the phone while she was getting her ass beat. Totally garnished her getting her ass fucked up. I I really appreciate this. So she grabs her. Hands down, my favorite scene in, this, in the, with music as well. When um the bride calls out Oren Ishii. Yeah. Yeah. Music is fucking tense. Shit's real. As soon as Oren gets out the door, Sophie's arm is gone. That was awesome. So was Sophie's awesome. Sophie's choice is officially always gonna be on the left no matter what. <laughs> Fucked her shit up. <laughs> Fucked her shit up, dude. And uh I enjoyed it because she was just literally just swimming in her own blood. She was she got destroyed. And and the music got way hyper and i was just like oh fuck yeah this is awesome i can't wait um and we get like the first like i guess the her closest friends of the uh, crazy 88 because they got to eat with her they go out they go on the attack quickly get dispatched really enjoyed that i don't know how y'all here, felt here's about another that. life lesson <laughs> what's that i have i have another life lesson here please maybe you shouldn't let your henchman get drunk good you know what yeah right so we get Bride versus Gogo, which I really, really like the um, their introductions and shit. Gogo comes down, talking real nice and cutesy and shit, and uh, I like how her tone changes because she's really crazy in um, Battle Royale, and um, she shows her weapon, which is basically a fucking ball and chain that um, I don't think she had a stunt double. It looked like she actually knows how to fucking use. That was pretty fucking amazing. Yeah, it looked pretty uh, real, real effects, you know. I would have totally hit myself in the face with that thing. I'm glad you said that, because guess who got hit in the fucking mouth behind the camera? (laughs) Old creepy-ass Quentin Tarantino himself took it right in the face. And I feel like it was on purpose, because, I don't know, she seemed really good with that shit. Why all of a sudden are you just... She's 17, and he looks like a creeper. Tarantino had had a creep factor with it. He's like, please wear, you know, please dress like a schoolgirl, and, you know. He was trying to see her feet, and she was like, the fuck? Pow! Hit him right in the head. But, but Gogo's whooping her fucking ass. Like, uh, I mean, she she got with her for a little bit, but she disarmed her with the sword that took a month to make. She's fucked. She um she pins her, like, so, uh, I'm trying to see if I can explain this for the people listening. So basically, she throws the ball around her, like the chain around her neck, and the ball uh, has blades, and it lodges into a piece of wood behind her. So she's basically playing tug-of-war with, uh, by herself and with Uma's neck, fucking her up bad. The only mistake that a go-go made here in this particular uh, transaction is that she's getting closer to choke her worse, and she fucked up and got in arm's reach of uh, Uma, who basically grabbed, um, you know, good old stick with some nails hanging out of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. All the damn table leg. Yeah. You'll find laying around in any good Japanese restaurant. Well, I mean, it, she flew through some tables, so let's, let's be fair. Right. Let's be fair. But I just like how, you know, you spend a whole solid month waiting, training and waiting for a Hanzo sword, and you kill a bitch with a fucking board of some nails hanging out of it. Like it's fucking double dragon. I think it's pretty cool. She's resilient. 
<laughs> but she she hit her right through her fucking Nikes, man, uh, in the foot, and then hit her right upside the fucking face with it, man. And um, I'm afraid of the grudge and um, the ring and shit. So like when I saw Gogo with blood coming out of her eyes, I was very disturbed. The eye blood always creeps me out. It's the worst. Yeah, it's yeah. really, it's really, especially when I thought you were cute before, and it's just like ah, I don't know how to feel. That was <laughs> serious zombie apocalypse weaponry, though, right there. You know. The, mm-hmm nails in it because mm-hmm. god forbid you use something efficient like a sword mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so so now that gogo's dead you know uh our girl thinks it's done she rolls up uh to square up with uh, Orenishi. she thinks it's, it's finally gonna go down and wrong here comes the rest of the crazy uh 88 or 76 or however many left <laughs> at this point <laughs> 93 44 <laughs> <laughs> this is this this is another life lesson I learned from the movie oh, that please, you, you always got? that you always keep your minions on speed dial. Just easy, just make a call. Hey Siri, call the minions. All she did was stab that knife into the uh, the railing, and it was like they were there. I think she it was called like the most effective bat signal ever. <laughs> That's what I was thinking at first. Like she unsheathed it, and like they were like, "Oh, I heard her uh, her fucking charms jingling around. Let's go save her." But I think while they, uh, she was fighting Gogo, she ran to the phone and called her real quick and smooth. Like, I need you to bring your fucking asses over here. Well, she did She did go in behind this, the Shoji screen and pull it shut. So there definitely oh, yeah. could have been a cell phone on the other side. Had to have been. Had you to have been. Big monster landline. <laughs> so the, the general of the 88 shows up and yells, which means everybody fucking fan out, I guess. So, you know what? I got to give props to the... Um, the reverse egress this gang did in this building because it's really like nobody got in each other's way. I don't know if y'all ever. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all been to Comic Palooza. It's really hard to get by people. If only we could all yes. move in such fashions. It was amazing. It's like watching ants pouring on top of a fucking like jar of peanut butter. It was amazing. And she's fucked. So she's surrounded, dude. It's a bajillion guys with a bajillion swords. Nobody, nobody brought a gun because it's not cool. <laughs> Why would you bring a gun to a sword fight? Come on. You know, one guy had a gun. They were like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, <laughs> you will not need that. I don't even know what your you're problem. thinking. You're a fucking asshole. You know that, John? Oh, I'm sorry, man. Just... You brought rope. But I'm crazy. <laughs> That's why I brought the gun. <laughs> it's a guy with the rope. Yeah. <laughs> you brought fucking rope. <laughs> <laughs> I told you we'd need it. I told you we'd need the fucking rope. Oh god! Shout out to Boondock Saints. Another another uh, nerdy bitches episode they did, guys. Y'all need to check that out. Clear enough. I didn't I didn't mention this. Obviously, I collected some life lessons along the way while watching this. But I did find that Pumas are the go-to shoe for getting traction in blood. <laughs> <laughs> did you read the bottom of her shoes? Yeah, awesome. Super awesome. It yeah, says, they said fuck you. Fuck yeah. you, man. That's just bad. And then therefore, water in blood, and you can leave a nice little fuck you in blood print as you walk. Yep. I like super cool. So like when you quit one day and you just walk out after you've, you know murdered. No, them. just me. No. Never mind. Yep. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I'm so, out. <laughs> so people start dying, man. It's real. She's chopping them up. People are getting their ass whipped left and right. I love how there's no music for a good chunk of this. I don't know how y'all feel about this in movies. Whenever it's like a, whenever there's like a fighting scene or something happening, I, sometimes I don't. And it and it it cut to black and white too. You know why? You. It was not an homage to the old school uh, 
things back in the day. Because technically, um, what they would do is they'll go black and white to help with the TV um, sensors, uh, so it won't look as violent. And that's pretty much what uh, Quentin did for the MPAA. Because they're like, dude, you got to tone this shit down. So they went black and white to cut out how violent it is. That's the only reason. The only fucking reason. Why? Because motherfuckers were still losing their heads, losing their arms, their legs, their fucking all the shit. Like one dude got hit so hard, I just felt like they just threw water on him and just put it in black and white so it looked like blood. It was just ridiculous. Like one guy they felt like. They still had that garden hose going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just spraying that shit everywhere, dude. People were getting obliterated. And it was amazing. It was so awesome. And we even got like a nice little silhouette scene where um, the last group of people were left when she clicked her eyes back to color. Um, it was a nice silhouette <laughs> fight between, you know, just windows and shit. I don't know why they have a black and blue room, but they do. Oh, no, because, yeah, well, the crazy oh, the lady or the, right. you know, Charlie Brown's wife, um, Lucy, I assume, uh, <laughs> turned off the lights or turned on the lights in that room. So, I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Or- quality peanuts nice. jokes all right yeah she turned off the lights for some mood and then turn it back on at the right time saving this uh this last the last of the 88's life because uh oh my god luckily his mask fell off and he was a preteen idiot and it looked scared as shit first of all you could have just left at any time bro i don't know why <laughs> it's like just go they won't even notice yeah last time i checked peer pressure doesn't work when all your peers are fucking dead but well, when it just lessens in intensity yeah, yeah, you would think, you know, by, by by you being the only one with all your arms and legs, maybe you hold right? power. I over won. <laughs> He's Highlander. Right. So the, the only one left. Because <laughs> I laugh my ass off so much because she she starts, you know, with her badass sword, she starts hacking away at his. I don't know, Dollar General sword oh, that so he's got. Oh, he's a young kid, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> like hacking little chunks, you know, like big lops of the sword off. And then she turns him around and spanks him with the sword. Yeah, that was embarrassing. And it's like, this is what happens when you mess with the Azusa. Ah! Yes, Go home to your mother. It was, it was pretty funny. Yeah, I think I think his soul was shattered the worst. I think the guy that got his face, like, his face cut in half came out a little bit better. Oh, yeah. Cause he, she oh, yeah that came for life. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, uh, I, I like how the last guy, when he dies, he gets his legs cut off and falls forever. <laughs> she cuts off his legs. He was standing on, like, a, a banister or some shit. And, like, it took him, like, he fell, like, three times before he actually fell. And that always, that always makes you laugh when I see that shit. I love the triple take. Just, ah, ha, ha. Well, when your legs are gone, your center of gravity changes quite a bit. So, oh, oh was he like spinning? Was he like doing rotations before like he hit the typical <laughs> rotational? Yeah. I don't know. Science. So, um, <laughs> so, so everybody's fucking dead, and she has this fucking baller ass speech, man. She's standing up there, and she's like, basically in, in Japanese, mind you. Um, I'm paraphrasing. I fucked up your shit. So all all your arms and legs and shit, you know, they're mine. We, we can get you get, get the fuck out of here. Except you, Sophie, bitch. Stay your ass right there. Cold. And Sophie's on the floor, like, oh man, God damn it, she saw me. She first of all, Sophie could have been got the fuck out of there, dumb idiot. So um, I would have crawled ass out of there during the melee. It's like yeah, goodbye. Yeah, I would have I would have grabbed some um, pot stickers, stuffed it in the fucking gaping hole in my arm, and we got the fuck out of there. So um. She was probably having a conversation on the phone with her other hand, laughing. <laughs> <laughs> You're not believing this 
assistant to my arm. This bourgeoisie blonde bitch. <laughs> so um, <laughs> so the speech was so ice cold that it started snowing outside out of nowhere, like a lot. <laughs> I said it was not winter when she got. It was there. not. It was spring, but she said that oh. all that death, the earth was like, oof, this is too much. It just got cold. And um, mm-hmm. Orin's out there looking like a badass, waiting on him and shit. How how do you guys feel about this uh, this final scene and the music that kicked that kicked in? I loved it. Yeah, this was the one part of the movie I'd actually seen, so I kind of I really dug it. It was fucking beautiful, and like I love the song, and I felt like it matched perfectly. Like I gotta give all the props to Quentin to like he's really good at arranging um, already existing music to scenes, and I'm glad he has the budget to pay royalties for this shit because it's amazing so um right. you know they have the little showdown but like you know Orwin's talking that hot shit like uh I hope you saves your energy because this shit might not last five minutes I did not look at the timer I don't know how long it actually took I'm hoping it took five minutes um five minutes and ten seconds no shit yeah motherfucking Randy coming through so um thank you bro but uh fucking uh you know, they scrapping and shit, and uh, the bride takes it right in the back, man. Pretty fucked up. I don't know, um, you know, me- medicine and shit. Like, how fucked up should she be getting getting a sword like that I, in the back? I think pretty pretty fucked up is my opinion. <laughs> like I'm like Christopher <laughs> Reeves. I'm not walking no more. Like I'm blowing I'm blowing into my wheelchair type shit or. Depends on how far she. I mean, you don't know Just how the, far the she cut goes. to the leg. I didn't no, think no, it was that severe. No, oh, the, the back. Yes, well, the back, the back yeah. was yeah. bad. Because I'm trying to hope that after laying on it for four years in a coma, maybe it like you know thickened up or something. Got some calluses or something. You got a back callus. Got <laughs> <laughs> a lipoma. You got something going on back there. I mean, I mean, maybe maybe when she fell down into the ice, she was trying to cool off that that heat from that uh <laughs> from that sword. Well, it, it could have kind of frozen it a little bit, yeah. you know, kill the pain. Like flash freezes, cauterize it, maybe? Yeah, sure. She's not bleeding much after that, so not. yeah, we'll go she with that. Not. She was yeah. not. So, um, you she... know what would be nicer if she would have had her leather jacket on at that moment? <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> jacket on. Heather sounds like her concerned mother. You see, you would have had that fucking jacket on, but you wouldn't got fucked up so bad, huh? I'm sorry. I think that's the exact God. same injury that uh, Finn that Finn gets in the Force Awakens Holy when you know shit. with the lightsaber, Kylo yeah. Ren up his back. Yeah, I put a guy in a coma, and yeah. he ends up in a coma and a back to tank for probably two movies. So, oh really? I thought that was the friend be- zone. <laughs> I didn't know that was the back to tank. I thought it was just the friend zone. I thought he just he was. Well, <laughs> oh, he to is definitely. In the- she she basically gets back up and cuts her in the leg and fucks her shit up a little bit. And I like how all that shit talking composure went out the window because her hair got a little got a little mussed up a little bit. And she apologized for talking shit, which I thought was kind of funny. That was a real formal. Yeah, why would you, by the way, insult somebody that just destroyed eighty eight of your henchmen? Oh, respect. Like, you know what, you piece of shit, you can't do anything. It's like okay. <laughs> I mean, well, she was on the ground. That. Like, like when she, when she was on the ground, she hit it with the race card. It was like, oh, silly little white girl wants to play with Samurai. So I was like, oof. But she thought she won. She thinks she's going to get back up. And uh, so when they had their final confrontation, uh, they, oh, God, I love how they do the Samurai run along the wall thing. That's always cool to me. 
And uh, they, they attack each other. And you already know who the fuck won because you see Lucy Lou's goddamn scalp flying in the fucking air, dude. Jesus Christ. Oh. That was awesome. Oh. <laughs> it's like, look at her weave go. <laughs> All her tracks. <laughs> All her fucking tracks are gone, dude. I'm just like, oh, Jesus. And I'm just, I'm praying they weren't, they weren't going to pan up. There should have been some skull attached yeah. to that scalp. Because it was just, it was very scalpy. Like, I just expected she might be a little bit bald because, you know, when right. they panned up. But no, her entire brain was sticking out. Yeah, dude, she got With fucked up. With on it, by the way. No, that was, it was clean. She's like, it really is a blah, blah sword. You know, like, if, if this uh, revenge thing doesn't work out for Uma, she could go into, like, a su- be a sushi chef and be pretty good. Yeah, yeah she, <laughs> she, she, the knife. she filleted the fuck up that chick's head. And I was like, God damn. I kind of wanted her brain to fall out when she fell over. Is that just, is that fucked up? Is that too much? I kind of assumed it would, or at least a blood puddle against that white yeah, snow. Yeah, that'd have been nice. That would have been cool. <laughs> little pl- yeah. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't utilize near enough of the blood versus snow. I think the MPA, MPA probably gave him shit. Like that's fucking enough. <laughs> that's enough. Fine. You have used your blood allotment for this film. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're done. You just you fucking keep her brain in her goddamn skull. I love this fucking part. I need three more gallons. <laughs> This is my favorite part of the movie, guys. Like, hands down. Um, so, Orin's dead, right? Uh, Sophie's still alive. She gets stuffed in the trunk. And then you see... <laughs> you see... You see the bride drive. She's up on a hill. And she pulls Sophie out the trunk. And she proceeds to throw Sophie's bitch ass down the fucking hill. And that camera goes nowhere. <laughs> you just watch from far away as if you're actually watching this shit happen. Watch this chick fucking Peter roll all the way down to the goddamn bottom. Across of the-, the street. Yeah, she across the street. Inertia carried her across the street. It was fucking hilarious. Because mind you, to the hospital. one arm. <laughs> she only had one arm. Yeah, and, and then like, because you're too busy looking at her traveling. And then when, once he stops... You realize, oh, she threw her to the hospital. She could have drove and thrown her out the car, but no. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is more fun, right off the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that's one of my favorite fucking parts. Because all you hear is just in the distance. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't lie. I laughed oh, so hard. God. <laughs> it was really funny. Fuck Sophie. <sighs> So, Bill, consoling her, he visits Sophie, whose face is all fucked up now from the fucking rolling off the fucking hill. You realize that Orin died first, and Orin's probably the strongest one of them all, and it's a fucking Mm -hmm. problem, because nobody else is on her level at all in the rest of this movie. I'm sorry to spoil that a little bit, Elizabeth, but nobody else is as cool. I assumed. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you always go after the strongest first. Why would you I mean? Jesus, if not the others gang up on your ass. This is true. So yeah, so like everyone's in their fucking problems. But nice little cliffhanger. Bill asks if she knew that his that her daughter was still alive. Boom, movie's over. Oh shit, what? Oh, you're still holding popcorn. What the fuck? Why didn't Why didn't Bill die? It's called Kill Bill. Jesus, cliffhangers. <laughs> suspense but you know what this is the one thing about tarantino movies he always seems to tell you the end at the very beginning this is true. like we saw that you know as soon as she you know she kicks vivica's ass 
she's already crossed that name off the list. And now the very end of the movie, she's dead. So now we kind of know, you know, so it, right. he always kind of does that. Did it with Pulp Fiction. Yes, and with a diner. Yeah. It's a really good movie. I think I think why I like this as much because also one of the movies is not really in chronological order. I think he does a really good job telling those stories. Um, yeah, and kind of having like a weird anthology type vibe to it. I think I think that's where he thrives. If you read a Quentin Tarantino script like a novel, you'd have no problem understanding how it goes or functions because it doesn't have to have a linear point of view. But like when he makes movies, it seems to jump around from backwards to forwards. Because he writes like novels. Let's do the tally, guys. Let's tally this up. First off, let's start with the thing that we all love more than everything that's near and dear to our hearts. The nudity. Let's get into the Woo. let's get into skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just wanna see a little feet. Just show me that boy. Just a little bit of titties. Right now. Right now. Uh, whopping zero. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say I don't remember anything. Yeah. Not a just a gross can of lube. So uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's get to the other part of the tally, guys. Let's find out how many lives and flames were extinguished. It's gonna be a At challenge. At least eighty-eight. One here. Yeah, no. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> uh, let's get into the body count. So I got conflicting numbers here. Mm-hmm. Uh, on IMDb, they say that it's going to be 98. But from our last, uh, from another site, alloutofbubblegum.com, they have it as 87. They just didn't count all those other people that, you know. Yeah. Got taken out along the way. Wait, not, was that not different? Say what? Did you just say it was so, uh what was the difference between the two? Because if ten it was kills. nine, they forgot the people. It's ten. They, they forgot the people at the church. And then I guess they didn't include her. Well eighty eight did not die. Because there were um there, right. was, there were several people on the ground still writhing, crawling uh to save their lives. So eighty eight did not die. Um, you know, the one's her versus the crazy eighty-eight. So yeah, mm-hmm. it, it'll if you yeah. if you just if you just basically subtract survivors from eighty-eight, then that's the number you should get. It should it should not be over eighty-eight. Sixty-five, yeah. sixty-four, sixty-four out of yeah. the uh, eighty-eight. Got damn, that's still impressive. With their sword and a hatchet. Yeah. So guys, this is the moment of truth, man. Final verdict time. Knee pads or slippers is going down. What that means, folks, if you just heard us for the first time, um, we really hate this fucking movie. He gets a maximum of two Sater slippers. We slide them onto our feet. We shuffle around all the bodies and blood and mire and just just wish they all just die quicker. <laughs> or <laughs> a maximum of two knee pads for us to uh, fall into a worship position, if you will, and uh, give this movie its just due. So I'm gonna start with the ladies. Heather Price, knee pads or slippers? I'm going to say knee pads, but please in a non-sexual way. Of course, of course, of course. I, I hate that you have to. <laughs> out there. I feel like I'm I need with to just, you on that. just cut out the, the the music. It don't have to be sexual, guys. Jesus, I'm just. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Clarify. It's. <laughs> That's what y'all mm-hmm. refer to as a worshiping position. I, that, that was me 
That was my caveat for it not being so bad. But I'm sorry. <laughs> <We can. laughs> now I feel like a monster. I was just... Aw. Alrighty. So we have two platonic knee pads for skating. <laughs> for exports. Is that, is that good? <laughs> two, yeah, there you go. Two, <laughs> two uh, <laughs> X Games knee pads. <laughs> Elizabeth Serna! Knee pads are uh, slippers. Or, or, uh, or jazz hands. Like, I don't know whatever, whatever works for you. I'm going to go with one roller derby knee pad. There you go. See, you guys? Whoa. You can make these work. There you go. You can make yeah. these work. So, What were your, uh, your reasoning behind them, um, guys? I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was really good. Uh, I, again, I think with the Tarantino movies, I feel like you have to watch them more than once to really fully appreciate all of the, the things that are going on. So since I've only seen it the one time, I can I can give it an e-pad because I'm not I'm not shuffling I'm not hating on it, but uh, that's where I am. I'll watch it again and see if I reassess. Heather, uh, you know any movie that I can watch with the sound off and it's still like visually entertaining to me, I think is a shot so show a sign of an excellent director and a and a, obviously a great visual eye. So I appreciate any movie that can do that. Awesome. Random. Ooh. Randy Savage. Knee pads or slippers, sir. So I, I'm gonna go with overly sexual knee pads. <laughs> Let's say "fuck me" on the bottom of them. <laughs> uh, Your reasoning behind I it. I saw this. Uh, the real reason is I saw this movie when in theaters, and it was amazing. It was like one of the first movies me and my dad bonded over when I was younger. And now that I've watched it again as an adult for the thousandth time, right? Um, yeah, it's just it, it keeps getting good. I I'll watch it and whenever whatever. It just I stayed up late to watch it again, and then I watched it at the end this morning. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna watch it one more time. <laughs> right. Um, I'm gonna give this one um two knee pads made of Japanese steel for uh, overtly sensual purposes. I love this fucking movie. <laughs> I um it was like before Netflix, so it's like when you buy a movie, you have to watch that shit over and over again because there's nothing else. And nothing's on TV, and uh, I watch this movie. I don't know how many fucking times, and it's and it's really hard for me to watch a movie like more than once. But um, I fucking love it. There's so so many things to catch, so many things to miss. The music is amazing, except for Rizzo's crap. Uh, all-time fave for sure. If I give it a higher rating, I would. But um, that's how I feel about it. So we made it, guys. I don't know how long we've been recording. <laughs> Cause I actually broke, I actually broke it up into sections so I can like edit easier. Yeah, so, it's been a while. <laughs> our, it's definitely longer than the runtime of the movie, but I think what you edit, we got twenty five solid minutes. Well, we're talking about mom jeans and and and. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've gotten some texts from the other room. Yeah. Are you done yet? Well, we have yes. we, we had some diversions, guys. So like, <laughs> it, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be an arduous journey editing this one, but it's gonna. Be, so don't, don't be offended if you're like, hey, that story didn't get included. I'm sorry. That's okay. Time. You guys have any uh, final parting shots or uh, shout outs or? No, just follow us on uh, Twitter and iTunes and Nerdy Bitches Podcast. Stay away yep. from Instagram. Oh, <laughs> keep hitting it up. Maybe they'll fix it or they'll realize that bitches is pretty much on Sesame Street now. So come on. Damn, what? Really? Can't wait for Damn. Elmo to find a bitch. Mm. Well... <laughs> Randy, you got anything? Uh, nope. Uh, 
follow, you know, follow us on Twitter and Facebook on Colt 45 if Brandon doesn't tell you that already. Yeah, I'll tell you as many times as I have to. God damn it. Um, shout out to uh, everyone who's uh, you know, contributing to the show. Shout out to hashtag Podcast Mafia, hashtag Potter and Family, hashtag Boobie Potter Squad. Uh, everybody have a good night. 